Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Talking Reds baseball today on this Thursday, February 2nd with Mark Sheldon, our Reds reporter. And, uh, Mark, thank you so much for the time as always. And, Mark, let's start uh, with a guy that uh, could be reuniting with the Reds, a team he pitched for for uh, eight seasons, I believe. That is none other than the soon-to-be 40-year-old Bronson Arroyo. Uh, What is his situation right now? I hear that uh, he could sign with the team on a minor league deal, uh, show up in spring training. It's it's not a done deal yet, but I think all signs uh, seem to indicate that it will be soon. What's the status of that right now? Yeah, it sounds like they're just kind of doing the uh, the deep the deep dive into the contract and the language and the due diligence and all these things. He's already thrown for the club. He, he works out here in Cincinnati a lot. He still has his place here. He's got a, a, a girlfriend that lives in Cincinnati, so he's been around and working out, and they know him well, and big thing is really is his health you know for a guy that never missed a start when he was uh here with the reds from 06 to 13 uh he's missed the entire last two seasons with uh, elbow and shoulder injuries uh, that both required surgery so it's been a, a different type of situation but he says he's healthy that he's moved past it but the the one thing he won't know for sure if he's over the hump until he actually gets into some spring training uh situations and games and then he hopes for the best he wants to compete for an open spot in the rotation against the uh, bevy of youngsters that are uh, vying for the role right now. And, uh, you know, never say never with a guy like uh, Bronson Arroyo, who's who's been, uh, like you said, up until a couple of years ago, uh, so dependable and so rubber-armed. Uh, if these injury problems are indeed behind him, you know, like I said, never count the guy out. And, Mark, one thing that struck me about your article about this, uh, you know, pending reunion between the Reds and Arroyo was that, this is a guy that in Cincinnati is still so incredibly popular. You know, you wrote that uh, he walked into this this bar or this restaurant and was immediately flooded with autograph requests and just well wishes from fans, even though he has not pitched for this team and, and going on four years now uh, since 2013. That's a long time. Is he just one of those, you know, rare guys that for whatever reason is just kind of universally beloved? Yeah, uh, you know, he's always been a guy, you know, he – He's always treated people well, not just fans, but but the people that work for the team and the clubhouse guys and his teammates. He, he's just a guy that sets a good example in general. You know, he does have the coolness factor. He, he you know, he's played the guitar and he's done some concerts here uh, when he was a player. He had some very popular local commercials, so he, he's definitely hit the right notes. And he had his best years here. I mean, you know, he won a World Series with uh, Boston, and he was popular there. He was still kind of a fringe. Uh, 
guy in their rotation, but with the Reds, he became kind of a main man. They, they got him for William O'Pena, which was not much of a, uh, of a of a good move for Boston, but a great move for the Reds. And he, you know, when the Reds for a longest time didn't have much in the way of pitching, and, and Arroyo and Aaron Harang kind of brought the pitching back uh, here and, and started the the base of some winning teams. It took a couple years, but but he set a good example. He uh, is good with the younger guys, and they're counting on that. That's another reason why he was brought in. Uh, they know that he will be a good influence on guys like Robert Stevenson and Cody Reed and Amir Garrett and Sal Romano. And uh, they also know his stuff. They know that he's not going to be bringing it 95 miles an hour. They know he's going to be 85 to 90, but with a lot of deception and be just in a, kind of a different dude, and he knows how to pitch. And if he's healthy, he can work deep in games. So all of that kind of put together makes him popular with the fan base and popular uh, on the team. And I think one thing, too, that has made him popular for so many years is that, in my opinion, he's always had one of the prettiest deliveries of any starting pitcher in baseball. Do you agree with that? It's definitely a cool delivery. <laughs> what I like about it is kind of old school in the sense that not only does he have the big leg kick and everything like that, but he comes at you with different arm angles. He's not afraid to throw a curveball for the first pitch and work backwards. He goes sidearm sometimes. It's kind of a little bit like what Rysel Iglesias does now. He's just got kind of a different uh, way of hitting, you know, uh, going after hitters. He's very cerebral. Uh, he knows the game really well. Whenever you need to talk about the big picture of baseball, he's the guy to go to because he just gets it. Yeah, absolutely. And I've always likened his delivery, uh, you know, to say watching Ken Griffey Jr. or Will Clark swing a baseball bat. That's, you know, poetry in motion. I've always felt that way about the way that Bronson Arroyo uh, delivers that baseball 60 feet, six inches from the mound to home plate. Always fun to watch. And to kind of wrap up the discussion on it, Mr. Arroyo, uh, like I said, he turns 40 years old in just a couple of weeks. But despite the age, what has he done, you know, to hopefully, knock on wood, get the health problems behind him, and why is he healthier now than, say, at any point in the last three or four seasons? Well, the first one was he, he tore his elbow and had to have Tommy John surgery, and then there was uh, around the same time he had to have a shoulder fixed. And when he went to back to sign with Washington this last year, he almost signed with the Reds, but then going, went, went to Washington, and he uh, ran into some trouble. He was just not able to throw. Uh, he said his elbow just didn't have enough to handle the torque. And in August, he got some stem cell injections, and he says that since then he's been he's been much better, and he's feeling good, and he's been throwing, and uh, so he feels like he's over the hump, uh, at least in theory. But he'll have to obviously put it to test when he's uh, really working the arm and working hard in, in a spring training situation. He kind of says that the the really that no one can tell him he doesn't have the stuff to to make it in the major leagues. He's always had major league stuff, but it's going to be the hitters that let him know whether he can make it or not. If, if the hitters are, are beating him up, he's knows this, this won't be a, a successful venture, but if he can still deceive guys even throwing in the 80s, uh then he might be able to help the Reds and they'll they'll be glad to have him if he can help them. It's a, it's a big if. There's no guarantees. It would be a minor league deal. It's a low risk flyer for them. It's a chance for him to pitch for the, you know, the, the team where he had his best years and he said he didn't want to pitch for any other team. This is either the Reds or he's done. So uh, we'll see what he has left. Yeah, and I know one thing for sure is that uh, everybody is pulling for him. He's a guy that's uh, like we just outlined the last five or six minutes uh, for all those reasons, a guy that uh, you just want to root for and a guy that you certainly want to see succeed. Uh, Mark, uh, remaining with the, uh, the pitching front for the Reds, this is uh, kind of old news at this point, but just after last week's podcast, uh, that's when the Reds struck a deal with uh, veteran Scott Feldman. This is uh, kind of an intriguing signing in my eyes because he's one of the rare guys that has extensive experience as both a starter 
and a reliever. So where exactly uh, within that realm does he fit into the Reds' plans? Right now, it seems like he's going to be the fourth starter. Uh, Brian Price kind of envisions him that way uh, right now, uh, but but he does have to make the team in the sense, or he has to make the rotation at least. He's got a big league contract, but uh, it's more than likely he'll fit in the rotation. And then if things don't go right or one of the younger guys shows that he's ready, he could slide it to the bullpen into a relief role. Uh, what they like about him is the fact that he, he gets ground balls. He doesn't walk a lot of guys. They, they feel like he's got the stuff. He did struggle uh, with Toronto in, in a relief role uh, after he got traded from the Astros, but his numbers with Houston last year in the first half were pretty good. Uh, he's had a nice track record, they feel, uh, even though his ERA, I think, for his career is around four. Uh, that will play a great American ballpark okay, and uh, they think he's a good fit. I've heard nothing but good things about him as far as clubhouse presence. Uh, he's well-liked in Houston. And we'll just see. But right now, it's a veteran guy. They needed a guy after Dan Straley was traded. They, they took advantage and kind of struck while the iron was hot with him. But they also lost a guy that threw 191 innings last year. And they're hoping to recoup some of that with a pitcher that's capable of going into the seventh inning without much difficulty. Yeah, and maybe uh, he becomes this year's Dan Straley. Uh, you know, like you said, a guy that kind of comes out of nowhere, uh, a low-risk, a high-reward kind of guy. We saw what the Reds uh, did with him to flip him to the Marlins for a couple of highly touted prospects. Maybe that's the path that Feldman follows. We'll see. But for right now, like you said, he'll be uh, a guy to kind of solidify the back end of that uh, Reds rotation. And, Mark, to begin to wrap up here, the uh, top 100 prospects in baseball list was released recently about a week or so ago by MLBPipeline.com. The Reds had four players on that list uh, highlighted by Nick Senzel. Uh, who is certainly appears to be on the fast track to the big leagues. Uh, thoughts overall on Senzel and the the four guys overall that made it for the Reds. I, I think that the the team high for any team in baseball was seven, uh, shared between the Yankees and the Braves. So the Reds had four. Just thoughts in general on the guys that made that list. Yeah, no, no real surprises. Uh, these are guys, especially Senzel, the number two overall pick last year. He's moving quickly and he's well-liked as far as uh, – Around the game, they feel like he's coming quick. Uh, he won't be really a factor for the Major League Club in 2017, but going into a second full, I guess, second pro year, uh, they expect him maybe to start either in double A or high A, but they, they liked what he did at uh, Class A Dayton uh, after he got kind of comfortable and got a, you know, got used to pitching, uh, facing pitching again. And the other three guys are, are familiar faces, and they all could be factors going into the season. Amir Garrett is uh, the, the second guy uh, – He's going to be in the rotation battle. He's got great left-handed power stuff. Jesse Winker, who's a very familiar name, a former top uh, number one prospect, is now the third prospect. He could be a factor at some point this season. And then, of course, Robert Stevenson, who's going to be also vying for a rotation spot and who was in the big leagues for a while last year, uh, is the number four guy. So uh, the Reds' farm system's come, kind of come a long way in the last few years. It's been uh, – it was pretty woe-begotten for a while, and now after all these trades to uh, bring in guys, they've, they've gotten younger, and they've got some guys that might be able to keep the window of contention open once they're ready to uh, compete again. Yeah, the farm system is certainly heading in the right direction, and like you said, a, a welcome change from as recently as a uh, couple of years ago, and that's a good place to wrap this one up on this Thursday. Mark Sheldon, our Reds reporter, our thanks to you, and we will do it again soon for sure. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Cincinnati Reds.
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free AtBat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.